You got you got the microphone figured out? Oh, yeah, I'm good. You're good? Yeah, we're going to do this. <laughs> okay. It's going to be great. How are you guys doing today? Doing, awesome. I'm doing really well. Awesome, yeah, this awesome. microphone situation Coming is perfect tear the whole You might want to move it up a little bit. I'm not really getting a lot of signal out of you. You're not hearing me? I want me? that mouth right on that piece. Are you no. hearing me now? Even better. There you go. That was... Shaking the house. <laughs> that was a hop right there. Chair hop, four-legged hop. Easy, Rambo. Easy. <laughs> Welcome, guys, to the Someone's True Health Podcast, your source for everything spiritual, mental, physical, emotional. We're here to help you as much as we can. My name is Taylor. And I'm Ron Dumar. And I'm Sid. We got to get that pause down. We got to, like, Taylor, Ron, Sid. Taylor, Ron, Sid. There you go. We'll get that figured out. Taylor, Ron, Sid. We're doing well today. Doing well today. Awesome. Doing Everybody's great. Good. Yeah. Busy day. I'm moving this weekend. Super excited. Nice. Finally moving to Heber. Congratulations. So here he is. Yay. Excited. It's good, man. Yeah, the rent I'm not excited about, but living here yeah, is well, even better though. You got it's you got a great awesome. place to live. That's the for price sure. you pay for beauty, I guess, and functionality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're talking about here. rent, not marriage. No, I, we're we're engaged. We're happy. I, honestly, Good. we get in an argument maybe once every two months, like, yeah. and even then, it's cooled down within an hour. It's a process. Yeah, I, I'm not the type to fight. Like, I don't, I don't want to fight with you. Right. If you want to fight, I'm just gonna walk away, let you cool down. We'll talk about it later. Again with How the microphone. With the mic? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, let me have my own mic experience, okay? This is his mic experience. Yeah. I look like I'm, I'm fixing my mic. <laughs> It's been really cooperative in the past. It has. Yeah, and you didn't uh, even know it was today. There. It's just been something really funny. It wanted to let me know it was still here. That's, That's what happens when you buy cheap microphones on Amazon. Is that what this is? It's a cheap microphone on Amazon, but it does pretty well for <laughs> oh, its job. Yeah, well, we'll see. I guess. Huh? Really I mean, eventually, when we're making actual money from this podcast, like I haven't seen anything thus far, but we could maybe invest in some microphones that are decent. Yeah, take the coin out of the frog. What is? Explain the frog thing. And you guys can't see it, but it's this jade frog. He's got a coin in his mouth. He's got coins around him. He spins around. What? He's a money frog. A money frog. They're well, magical money creature. Frogs. And they're from China. Is the, it Chinese? That one is or? from China. Yes. He's got a coin that one's in actually his mouth, from China. So what is the got... purpose of a money frog? I'm so I'm gonna so go off according to Chinese feng shui, the money frog goes out and gathers money in the nighttime for you. And brings it into your home, like in a metaphorical sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so when you so he brings that energy of income and towards you, towards you, towards you, makes it opportunity available. Correct. And so as it's sitting in your home, or as it's um, like my mind's on my table here, it always reminds you. Like every time you see it, it reminds you to manifest more money, and that money's coming to you. So it's it's a visual context. So that you can continue to recognize that you always have money coming to you. So I have a I have a jade of dragon that my grandmother got from China nice. like last mm-hmm. year, and I gave him a coin finally. Oh good! And you told me that makes them happy, right? That like, makes them happy. They like it. Oh, I just yeah, remember like dragons coin. in Lord of the Rings. They sit on the gold and they love it. Yeah. yeah. So he's not going to keep it for himself. He's going to help me. With no, that. they they go out and help you, and they protect you too. Dragons are protective. Oh yeah, energy. He's so cool. Super protective. Yeah, you get yeah. a lot out of a coin. Yeah. You know. But notice this guy has eight coins on his back. Yeah, the more coins, is that better? It's eight um, is a special not number. Eight it's is the number of wealth. The number of wealth. Oh, eight is the number of wealth? Mm-hmm. And infinity. It keeps going around and circle back to what? itself. Yeah. This is a whole other topic. These Chinese people, man, they got something going on there, dude. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Especially right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, there is a, something there else going that. on there too. Oh, but, uh, There's that. <laughs> uh, China, you they are have, a mess, uh, and I love you at the same time. They have contributed a lot to life and the world and society. You know, China's a lot like Mac's wife. I feel like. <laughs> okay. They're a mess. We don't get along very well, but I still love them for some reason. Yeah. And I want the best for them, and I want them to get out of their hole. I mean, I'm, my ex-wife is doing fine now, but I'm speaking four years ago. I don't know. Sometimes those reasons can be addictive reasons. It's kind of like my past alone. life, actually. Like, in the last five years, I was kind of like China. And now I've come over to the U.S., and I'm feeling better. It's I'm on a whole other tangent. Should we talk about our topic China. today? Long boat from China. Yeah, that's a, that's a good <laughs> ride. That's a good ride. I don't, I don't do boats. I fly. Should we talk about our topic today? So I, you're yes. saying you're made in China? No, I was relocated to China. Relocated. And back. Okay, and you came back. It was kind of like Lee Harvey Oswald, how he like wanted to be a part of Russia. <laughs> oh, for and they sure. they denied him, and so he came back. And then he yeah. wanted to be a part of Cuba because he hated um, the the institution of capitalism. Mm-hmm. And then Cuba's like, dude, you're freaking crazy. And they sent him back here, and then he just went, on, he went crazy he from here. there. And then ended up killing one of our greatest presidents. Not my greatest president. But, sure. You know, yeah. Tragedy. Nonetheless, mm-hmm. I just listened to a whole thing about Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, that's that was really uh, educational. <laughs> you didn't know he went to Russia? No, I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't know, know that he was like he went to Russia to and he leave. lived there for a couple years and he had a wife and he had a child. Yeah, and then wait, is this Trump or is this Lee Harvey? Lee Harvey okay. Oswald. All right, the guy who shot JFK. Sorry, that was a bad political joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, he has uh, a Russian wife too. Yeah, no, there's there's not a lot of similarities there, my friend. <laughs> this was so after he got out of the Marines, he was dishonorably discharged, uh-huh. and he wanted to be a part of the communist regime. And mm-hmm. He wanted to do his part, and Russia's like, dude, you're crazy. No, we're yeah. not gonna let you be a Russian. And so he ended up coming back to the U.S. And, and we let anybody in here. Well, you have actually, to, you the have U.S. To was very skeptical <laughs> of him. They were just like, you're you have s- to hold a certain you know level of honor if you want to be you Russian, have to. right? Is that no, he was just crazy. They didn't. They, they were like, they didn't you could like have him. some use to us, but dude, tone it down. Oh right. Even okay. for Russians, you're right. out of They're water. They're like this guy. Know? If he's gonna do it to them, he'll probably do it to us, huh? Yeah. So I mean, interesting. So the, the guys over at last podcast on the left, they've yeah. done a whole. They've done a whole series. They're halfway through it with it. They have three more episodes where they're getting into the conspiracies now. That's that cool. Behind it, yeah. But I was just really cool to learn the educational part of his story and what led up to I like those podcasts. I like the educational podcasts like that too. When yeah. you learn something and you feel like you've, okay, I've got some knowledge that's useful and yes. yeah, that's cool. I walked Go away. check that really, out guys. Yeah, yeah. Go check it out. We don't get anything from that. We don't even know them. I've never said a word to them. Yeah. But if but you had value in this market, we're going to support okay. you and put our Absolutely. support yeah. behind you for sure. So today we're talking about oils. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know nothing about oils. I just know that they smell good. And when I do yoga, they spray it above my head sometimes. I put it in a diffuser. It helps me sleep, I guess. I don't know if that's true. Sure. But you guys are the experts in this field, I feel like. I don't know a yeah. whole lot about them. But you I know, use them, but I don't. Like, you know, Dr. Dewar yeah, knows. Use, we use oils a lot. So let's, let's talk about the origin oil. of oils and, like, why we as a species started using them. It was way, 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 yeah, way ancient we've time, We've been right? using oils for a long time. Since yeah, the beginning I mean, of time. Yeah. Well, I mean, plants. Plants inherently oil. have oil. Yeah. Right? They have an oil constituent part of them. And, and I'm fact, not talking cooking oils. 
right. no, but that's still oil as well, right? There's, yeah. But there is uh, essential oil, right, which is a uh, extraction that it takes place from plants, plant so material, an essential oil, flowers. Essential oils are natural oils, right? Or uh-huh. is it naturally occurring oils? Right, yeah. and you don't ingest these oils because if you do, if because if it's an actual natural oil, it could be toxic to the body in large doses, right? Yeah, it depends on the oil. It depends on the plant that it came from. Right. There are oils that are ingestible. Uh, there are practitioners that will suggest that no one should ingest an oil because it's hard on the on the uh, liver and the breaking down of uh, of the oil can lead to a lot of um, oxidative stress right in the body. But but the the reality is there are some oils that you can ingest. So for instance, uh, orange, right? Yeah. Peel. Yeah. Uh, orange peel finds itself in a lot of, it finds itself in a lot of formulations, right? And uh, cinnamon, cinnamon oil, you can ingest those, right? But but you also have to be careful with the essential oil, the quality and the make of the essential oil as well. So if it if it doesn't specifically say that it can be used for ingestion, I wouldn't ingest it. Good disclaimer. You know, so like, so oils have been used as an alternative form of medicine, right? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And you use it in meditations. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, d- my experience with oils um, is very limited compared to Dr. Dumars because that's one of his. Yeah, he's super technical with it. He can good. draw you very in well. and go yes. and it's great. Yeah. So um, my experience usually is because we have heightened senses, you know, uh, all of us have heightened senses. Okay. And when smell itself the sense of smell can trigger any type of behavior. It can trigger anger. It can trigger being sick to your stomach. Mm-hmm. It can trigger your body just relaxing or feeling better. It can elevate your mood. It can it can bring your mood down when you're like, okay, I need to relax and chill out. Sedate, yeah, you know, yeah. now isn't that like a warning <clears throat> response for the body? Like we've learned that over time as humans, like we smell something and it initiates a response so that we can act on that smell, right? So if I smell smoke, my I'm immediately in an endangered state, and I'm like, I gotta get out of this situation. Yes, there are some very innate physiological responses, and that's mm-hmm. almost like the snake response, uh, that is just an inherent thing. Yeah, because they we, see through smell, right? Yeah, that's but I, but not not out. the snake itself, but oh, okay. us as a creature looking at the serpent or the snake, being being careful or needing to beware of the snake, right? Okay. Because it could kill us. Right. It could harm us. The snake can be harmful. And so this is something over millennia, like this is what you're speaking to. It's something over millennia that has become basically encoded in our DNA that when we see something, right, we're going to have a a response to it. Now, it's a a fascinating thing because when you look at, uh, this is a totally, this is a concept we could talk about forever, but when you look at the, the concept of the snake and the serpent and you apply that to healing, right? Um, there's something very rooted and they utilized the serpent itself in religious text, right? Where there was a serpent placed up on a staff. And well, yeah, it's even in the medical looked, symbols. Like when I was an EMT, yes. like there's a snake that goes around the yeah. wing. I forget what that's called. It's the Medusa. It's I I don't know why it's not coming. It's to medulla me. oblongata. I don't know. But anyway, it's, um, 
But when you look at the serpent on the staff, the idea is it's a symbol for healing. It's a symbol that if, uh, and it, it's quite interesting because one of the things we talked previously about how the greatest way for you to actually get over uh, anxiety and stressors in your life was to face, to do the put thing. yourself yeah. up against it. And it's a fascinating concept because here what we're, what it, we're being told or what we're being shown in the religious text is that the serpent, which was a significant potential of harm, was put up on a staff and said, face it. Yep. Right? Yep. Face it and you'll overcome. You'll heal. Right. Right? So that's a fascinating thing. But what we were speaking to was the, the fact that that, that level of uh, response is innately triggered within us. Right? Yeah. So it's an, it's an innate trigger to where when we do smell something, oh, that's nice. Right? We're going to feel a certain way. We're going to have a physiological response where as if we smell something like a skunk, right? then we're going to have uh, uh, an alternative response. Oh, yeah. Right? I love smelling a skunk. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Put that all over your house. There's a lot of them over here in Wasatch County that just find We do have skunks. The <laughs> welcome, welcome to the country. Down yeah. in the country. I do watch, too, a lot of people, you know, um, myself being a pranic healer, I watch people that are super sensitive, um, super, super oversensitive, and they use oils all the time. They'll yeah. be putting oils on their bodies constantly. Mm-hmm. And I always look at them and go, okay, so why are you doing all of that? Like, why are you yeah. over-oiling your body? Like, for sure. For all these, these smells, these senses, this, well, because it balances me, or it does this, or it does that, or the other thing. And sometimes I think people get over-dependent um, mm-hmm. on certain things, and it's not really making a difference in their life. They're just, psych- psychologically, they're attaching themselves to, if I'm, if I'm not okay, I'll put some oil on me and I'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So, so that is always concerning to me. I'm like, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, hold, hold, please. Yes. In in certain doses. Yeah. There has been a lot of of research to show that, you know, and a lot of what people utilize oils for is to lift their mood. Yep. To help get them out of a slump, to help them sleep as Tater alluded to earlier. And, uh, you know, Imagine, take, take yourself in your mind for a minute to holding an orange and then you peel into that orange with your fingernails and it has a spray the of spray. the oil. Mm-hmm. You, you have the oil that is released. That's what you're releasing, right? That's essential. That like a water vapor. That's an like... essential oil essentially that's being released oh, okay. from there. So and you're smelling that. You're having that aroma. Oh, yeah. yeah. And orange it, is joy. But it lifts you. Too, yeah. right yeah. i mean there's think think to the very the the response physiologically that you have when you smell that right now the oil for orange and the oil for lemon and lime and those things it doesn't come from the fruit right it literally is coming from the peel oh, okay. so you don't you're not extracting the oil out of the fruit so when you so when like i make pancakes and i want like a lemon zest or like an orange zest and i yeah, you put the peel, the peel in there. Into it, it gives uh-huh. it that aroma, that flavor. That makes sense. And it's a stronger, more potent. Because when you eat the orange itself, the fruit, it's not very 
Yeah. It doesn't have a lot of flavor to it. Yeah. Well, and, and something to understand, too, is that there is there are antibiotic and antibacterial properties to these. They're, these are documented yes, research. Oh, yeah. I always put orange uh, peel oils. in my smoothies or lemon peel or whatever I'm yeah. I need. Yeah. Yeah. When I make my smoothies, I'll put probably a quarter, almost a quarter of an orange peel or a quarter yeah. of a lemon peel. And you, may, you need to make sure you wash it really well. Right? Well, that's a given. I hope you're washing your fruit. Don't just you eat don't it. just throw it in there. Do wash it, especially if you're going to eat the peel. I'm building that immune system. Yeah, there's yeah. Just so exposure. Much at us. Hey, the, the key to life. I never wash a healthy my hands. immune system. I play in the mud and I go make love. Like it's, I'm just trying to get as the Dirty. best immune system as I can get. You know? I was gonna say you almost described a kid until you yeah. said make love, and then and well, yeah, not be. make love, but, not art. Yeah, so. <laughs> But it's very it's very typical for kids and young kids especially to to not have the best hygiene practices, right? Yeah, but it that actually so helps them later on in life, right? It, it like, builds their immune system, yeah. right? And it expo- allows them to be exposed to things, um, and allows those those elementary school teachers to be exposed to a lot of things too. <laughs> so th- thanks, thank you for that. For yeah, no, but but imagine I, I've had uh, I've had. Uh, elementary school teachers as well that would diffuse oils in their classroom uh, oils like orange oil and cinnamon and things like that which which you sound like your liberal help. teachers is that they sound a little more liberal uh, perhaps i don't know that i want my kid going to those schools well so what yeah i mean we're gonna have to have a definite description of what liberal means i think traditional liberal is a very is not good a political thing. podcast yeah. we could do that later I, I'm a big fan of liberals. So I, I wanted to bring up a point because Sid Breton, like, I know through history, we used to rub oils on our body as like a sort of chest, cleansing. Yep. And like, mm-hmm. I, you ever seen Year One with Jack Black? No. Nope. Neither nope. of you? Nope. Well, there's a scene where Michael Sarah, is it Sierra? Sarah, the, his co, the co-star, um, he has to rub oil on this big hairy man. And like, he's, they're mm-hmm. gone into the, what, what was the ancient civilization that was like god deem them as like terrible and he like burned their city what was that one you're talking about sodom and gomorrah sodom and gomorrah yeah it was sodom so they yeah. were they were there and like there was just all this sin was going on whatever but yeah. he had to rub this oil and it was this big hairy like bisexual man and he was like this skinny little guy it just felt like super gross oh right but i know that's like an avid part of history that mm-hmm. egyptians did it everyone did it yeah forever yeah is that like overusing something that's good for you like that just seems a little excessive well i mean it's like bathing in rose petal water or like right? the bath bombs and everything yeah, like that. You the, know? This is this is using plant materials. But that's like right? diluted with a lot of water. I'm talking like sure, what Sid said that you you're body. literally putting too many oils. Yeah, on when your you're body. when you're putting oil straight on. Stuff, I, stuff I, like I think that there's too. locations in the yeah, body where stuff you stuff like that too. You know, if if we're looking at just the the example that you just gave, Taylor, it, it seems to me that that's ritualistic. So it's a yes. ritual behavior, and oils are also used in rituals. They mm-hmm. have been for centuries, also. You know, Native Americans, yes. um, the Egyptians. They, but so they're anointing themselves. Even even the pagans used to anoint themselves with oil before they would go hunt, or before mm-hmm. they would take war, or before that they would, even when they did sacrificing. But you is know, there, they is would there, anoint themselves with with an oil to. Is there a true health benefit to that? Like spiritually, yeah, I get that sense. But like the health side, the physiological side of things, yeah, that's, like that's the point that I was trying to make earlier. When when some people are over 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 sensitive to things, they're using way too many. Okay, yeah, so yeah. it's not. It's more of a psychological thing. 
that's helping them, not necessarily the physiological thing that's helping them. It can be, okay? But I've watched people, like, they'll be putting oils on all day long. Like, right. within 20 yeah. minutes, you're like, yeah. wow, hold on, please. So <laughs> I look at it like this. Like, you know? our skin is a very thin barrier, and it absorbs, and it absorbs. most anything well, that goes into it. Open, yeah. Right, it and so that synonymous. gets into your body, and it gets yep. in your system. And I equate it to, like, when you make eggs. You put like a little olive oil down to make your eggs. But sure. You put too much olive oil in there, it saturates with the eggs, and your mm-hmm. eggs turn out nasty. Mm-hmm. I in my mind, I'm picturing the same thing happening in the body. Like, Don't cook with olive oil, by the way. Wait, what? <laughs> Just while we're on the topic, right? Don't cook with olive oil. Wait, really? Yeah. What about coconut oil? Coconut oil is great to cook with. But why not olive oil? Well, olive oil is uh, olive oil. Is That's a, in like every nine. health magazine I've you ever should read, not cook or every with health oil. coach that I've talked to. Because it doesn't take heat very well. No, it doesn't. But it adds a lubricant. But you just like a little like teaspoon. To yeah, so do coconut oil, because it, it it won't degrade like olive oil does. Olive oil will degrade really quickly. Olive oil is great for like uh, non-cooked items or salads or things like that that you're going to make. I just learned something, folks. And you, you'll actually benefit a lot mm-hmm. from the anti-inflammatory properties of the omega-9s that are in the olive oil. Yeah, that's what I was using because it had the omega but properties. If you cook and... it, you're not. You you actually create more, uh, almost rancid. It becomes charred. It smokes very quickly. Even the on a low heat. Yeah, if you cook it on a low heat and you're really, really careful with it, that's all you can do with, with olive oil. Just most wow. people are not careful enough with olive oil. When See, I've seen as home chef. I've seen right? Chef Ramsay use it. I've seen oh so sure. Many chef, like you're blowing my mind right now. Yeah, it's not. It's well. Again, you have to be very careful with. So you're unless cook I'm with olive a world oil. renowned chef, I shouldn't be using it. Be careful. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. You are such a doctor. I love it. Well, like, be cautious like, with it, right? Be cautious. I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm telling you to be aware. Yeah, well, it's, if it, yeah. if you're not if you're not breaking down, if you're not using a higher heat, the thing is that the the coconut oil handles higher heat a lot better. Yeah, right. But it doesn't taste. As and so does the sesame oil and some other oils. They help. They help handle the heat a lot better. But the olive oil. You have to make sure you're cooking on very low temperature, and you have time, and and it's got to be something that you're willing to take that process with. Well, you heard it here first, guys. Get all the olive oil out of your cupboards and throw it away immediately. (laughs) Take it to the food bank. You want nothing to do with that. Stock up on coconut oil, sesame oil, everything. But you can have it on your salads. Yeah, olive oil on all your Fresh. non-cooked items. You're not so. eating non-cooked ranch items. or blue cheese ranch with your salad. <laughs> Here we yeah. go. <laughs> no, people, that's a salad and put an olive yeah. oil on it, a little vinaigrette, and oh, you're yeah. good to go. Ranch, bro. Rice vinegar. Hidden Valley yeah. is really good. Ranch with pizza, French fries. Oh, here we go. Salads. <laughs> yeah. Spaghetti. So chili. Yes. I'm all for it. And that sounded like an inflammatory bomb right there. So (laughs) one thing that you can do to fight inflammation. Listen, I take care of myself so well. I can afford that bomb. It doesn't even fraction. I can afford that bomb. (laughs) Like you're talking, you're making it seem like it was like Hiroshima. No, it's more like Pearl Harbor. Like it's a little bit. Pearl Harbor, yeah. But the amount I do back is just. Pearl Harbor never had an effect on anybody anyway. Is that that, that what you're saying? Is that joke too soon? Is a hundred years too soon? A little soon. (laughs) So anti-inflammatories, but, uh, and, and tissue regenerators. So if you are in an inflammatory state or a state of inflammation, you're going to want tissue generators, things with high content of vitamin C, something that maybe even um, 
has uh, a potential to regenerate flesh, right? So uh, something like frankincense and then myrrh. And as we know, frankincense and myrrh, which well, are essential oils, are gifts to Christ. And, they, they to Christ. And, and why? And, and the question is, why did they bring it? Well, traditionally, frankincense and myrrh were actually from sap from the trees, local trees. Yeah. And so they were known to preserve the body. Did right? you know that um, Judas brought myrrh to Jesus? He's like, some people were like, I brought you frankincense. He's like, oh, thank you. And then... Judas came up. He's like, I brought you myrrh. And he's like, oh. And he's like, murder. Murder. Oh, there you go. But um, I was like, where's it? I don't remember this. What is happening here? I had a lot of caffeine this morning. Okay. Back. back, So anyway, frankincense and myrrh and uh, lavender, they all help with anti-inflammation or anti-inflammatory effect. And they also, you can apply them topically, okay, to help with... um, with sores, with rashes, with things like that, right? But what I would say is not to do it directly, but to mix it with an all uh, a coconut oil, to mix it with a coconut, a fractionated coconut oil, so that it's not as strong. Some people do have cool. sensitivity reactions to mm-hmm. the oils. So. so the 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 I want to talk a little bit about the diffusers because there's a big diffuser craze right now. There's a yeah. big oils in the diffusers craze. Like I, I mean, it's great, but. The market's getting a little saturated with this crap, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of crap out there, and there's a lot of good out there, and I just, where do I start? Like, there's, I'm seeing the benefits. It heightens the sense. Like, I can sleep. It'll energize me. Instead of just tapping the oil on my forehead and putting the oil on my body, I think it's good to just smell it, have it in the aroma and the area. Where do I start? Well, as far as a diffuser or a misting or a mister of some sort, even you can you can even just start by having some um, distilled water and then putting a few drops of a oil that you like or that you've uh, that you've seen can be beneficial for you, anti-inflammatory or stress relief. Right? But what are the things I'm looking for in the oil? Because I know there's like DoTerra that we have at the um, Wellness Center. They they have pretty good oil. I don't know. Yeah, you and you. I've heard some good and bad about that company, but there's there's little ones at Target you can go to. There there's all over TJ Maxx. They have like a bunch of off brands that I know nothing about. Like, am I getting? How do I know I'm getting quality oil? Because it's not regulated, is it? Well, there are there are standards, right? There there are standards that they place out there, and most of those standards are going to be advertised by the oil companies themselves. Right. And so one thing to make sure of is that there is a standard, right? So. What are what is the claim that this oil company is making? Right, uh, we have this certification. Well, we how do I know like that oil company isn't shady? Because we talked about it a few episodes ago. You talked about Carnegie and all these guys who were in charge of the medical industry that pushed yeah. the big pharma their oils and their metals. Yeah, you were telling me that was a bad thing. Well, it, yeah, it was a. It's led us to where we are now. So this sounds more the same in a different. There's people industry. are always going to get into the market. For money, right, right. There, there's that's part of, you know, life. Ultimately, people want to make a living. So, what we have to be looking at ultimately is the practices, right? What are the what are the practices that this company is espousing, and what are they holding up? If if a company is not even suggesting anywhere on their website that they have some standard of quality, Just right? Avoid. Then why even purchase those oils? that seems shady. They're, yeah, they're yeah. cheap. Yeah, they're yeah. cheap. And they might even smell good. 
but there is a significant variation in the quality of an oil. And, and the so, toxicity that can go into the body. Absolutely. Right. Well, and, and it, it should be laser tested, right? It should There should be tests to determine exactly so it's a lot like when you put what's gas in, that, in a car, that oil. You want to make sure. I know it's refined. Like it's Maverick gets some of the cheapest gas that they can find in the cheapest refineries. Whereas yep. like you go to Costco or you go to uh, Smith's, they... Add, they put additives into the oil to make it better. They clear it out. They clean it more. So mm-hmm. it's like doing your research where you get your gas. I know Chevron's one of the best, actually. Yeah, and there should be a testing. But, there should be a, 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 a evaluation process of this is how we know what's in our oil. That makes sense. And this is how you know what product you're getting. And if they don't have any sort of claim or guarantee like that. And so with these new products, even with supplements and different things, it's like how, how do you know right? What's actually in there. When I make a, a formula and we, we manufacture it, they do, they do uh, complete chemistry testing and, meta, and, and uh, laser uh, analysis and evaluation of it so that they know it, that ex- what's on that label is exactly the only Down thing. The molecule. Yes. Yeah. That's the only thing that's in there, right? Cool. And so the, you need to be able to have some sort of certification from the company rather than just buying the cheapest one that you can and saying it's oil it works it makes me feel good. Yeah. And yeah. and it can it doesn't matter per se which company you choose to use or which one is your favorite, right? I mean there's like Evergreen and there's there's uh Tons. doTERRA you mentioned already and there's Young Living and then I mean there's oils all over the place you can get from so many different carriers and the price will will very significantly fluctuate for and sure. sometimes and this is something to understand too sometimes the price varies or fluctuates because of quality yeah and sometimes it varies because of the system set up to sell the exactly. product right exactly and well and that's with everything not just oils you know that's mm-hmm. with our foods with whatever we're we're purchasing you know when when you go to get something that's more quality let's say even your shirt if you get a quality design shirt it's going to last you a lot longer. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I mean, the, that's just common sense that goes with it. I think one of the things, too, with people that are just learning about oils, one, do some investigation. Like, really take a good look at it. Go out onto the Internet, you know, search, learn from other people, ask other people, hey, what would you suggest for this or this or this, too? You know, so so do your research with it. The, the thing that I've witnessed with cheap oils or or oils that have quality, the smell, believe it or not, the smell is very different also. Oh, yeah. So when you're getting a really nice frankincense, frankincense, it smells very, um, like, it has depth to the smell. Like, you can smell the, the oil in it itself. Yes, okay. Yes. And some of the other ones, they, it's more of a fragrance right. that they put in there. They put, it's almost like, the difference between perfume and toiletries, mm-hmm. right? So it's, it gives you a fake smell or a fake sense of what it is. So when you're getting the really good oils, you you can smell the actual oil. You can smell mm-hmm. the flavor of the oil. You, you're not getting, you know, a tinny smell or a, a fragrance. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's not fragranted because it's, it's, so- it's, it's, it's it's core self. To right? my understanding, yeah. oils they're not necessarily a supplement to what you're using. It's more of an like a enhancement or an additive to what you're doing in your everyday lifestyle. Yeah, I, I do think that because when you when you talk about oils and you talk about it with people, I know 
my fiance is, especially one of those skeptical of the holistic mm-hmm. medicine side approach things. There's a lot of that out there. As much sure. as there's believers, there's much people that are skeptical of it. It's like, well, it's all in your head. You're just making it up as you go. There's a lot of that illicit response that comes from the nose. Like, obviously, you smell it. Does something to bring chemicals. Yeah, does something to the body. May not be the chemical and the oil itself, but down to my point. I'm trying to figure out my point with this. It's it can seem like a lot of mumbo jumbo, a lot of hokey pokey witch doctor kind of thing. But there's you've mentioned some of the benefits to it to the skepticals out there. It's is it more of an enhancement or is it a complete supplement of what you're using? Oh, it it, it uh, would. I mean, it depends on what you're using it for and what you're being treated for. And I would say if you're just using it casually throughout the day, like Sid had said, that's more of a supplement. You're just kind of, oh, I like this smell or this smell makes me feel better. Kind of like what we have in the office. We'll we'll pick a fragrance. We're diffusing and it it smells good and people come in and they have a very... Um, they have a, a, a the very immediate reaction to it. Maybe. Yeah, they mm-hmm. have a very very strong response to oh it's it's different in here right yeah. and it smells good and I feel like this is a healing place and we we want that change and we're kind of triggering that we're we're creating that physiological response just like we talked about earlier the response to the serpent right we're creating that response that when they walk in okay now I'm in a place to heal. So we're, we're setting the stage It's like when that. Disney pumps in all the fragrances to make you yeah. buy things. Go buy stuff, go, go buy these and, hot dogs, yeah. go buy yeah. these cinnamon buns or whatever, right? It's, yeah. They're, they're pumping those fragrances in. But when, when I look at – here's the thing. When I'm using herbs even, when I make formulas, uh, there are volatiles. There are terpenes. There are all sorts of different types of oils, right, that are contained within a plant. And uh, we're extracting, with essential oils, we're extracting an, a, a particular piece of that plant. And then we're saying, okay, use it for this. Okay, So it's, it's not entirely, um, it doesn't entirely follow that because we use this herb for a specific medical purpose that you can use that essential oil for the very same purpose. They're not one and the same. Not, not always, right? They, they, it still plays a role. Right, because right. the oil being in the plant plays a role when you ingest it. But now pulling that oil away from the plant, imagine the other buffering compounds that are in there. So this is one of the concerns that some physicians have, as they say, okay, if you have a plant, your plant is alive. It's learned to survive in its environment, and it's balanced itself out, and it's learned to protect itself. And sometimes it's the oils and the aroma that those oils put out that protect it from invasion, right? Yeah. Now, if we extract that essential oil and separate it from the plant, is that in a balanced state? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, it's not necessarily it's not necessarily existing on its own in nature that way, right? But it's still natural. It's manipulated, though, to be... And so when we ingest it, it's potentially closer to a drug than an actual natural plant. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're going because a little over my head, but I'm, I'm kind of getting what you're putting down. So we're extracting yeah. it. We're extracting yeah. that essential oil. Now yeah. now it's oil, right? right? That's It's only this compound, right? So we've, in a sense, potentized the effect, potentially, of this plant as well. That makes sense. Okay. Right? Yeah. So in that regard, there can we're not exactly sure how strong or how potent some of those reactions or impacts can be. Right. And it's not buffered. So let's say you have let's say you also had 
10 different minerals that this plant really thrived on that it would pull up from the ground and it allowed it to maintain a state of balance. And it's just like we do. We eat minerals, right? We eat minerals yeah, in our and food. Yeah, everyday food you have your vitamins. And if we're lacking minerals, then we have fatigue or we have dehydration or, you know, our mineral balance plays a significant role with that. our kidney, right? So that's plants do the same thing, right? Plants do exactly the same thing. They rely on these minerals, right? So the minerals actually help buffer and balance our body and help us to maintain a, a level of appropriate energy. So it doesn't, it's doing the same thing for the plant. Now we extract the, the, the oil away, right, from that. And there's the, we don't have any of the buffering. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So there's so many other active components and active ingredients and compounds within that plant that are going to contribute to the physiological result that you want that aren't necessarily tied specifically to that essential oil. Did that so make take sense? the herbs. That was yeah. a that was the herbs a, are going to be better for your body. That was a long boat ride, basically. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Sorry for that. I guess, <laughs> no, but I love it when yeah. you nerd out. It's honestly like the most fascinating thing to watch. He's a doctor, and I try to absorb as much can, but like thirty percent sinks in, and then like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> no, I mean, there's it's a new subject, and I'll let you. Okay. You're, yeah, I'm fine. I just need a drink, probably. Okay. Yeah, we'll get you some water. Um, but there are a lot of that. But so, there, there are like. One of the things with the oil as well, right, is that within the plant, there are actually secondary, secondarily released what they call metabolites. Okay. And this enables the ability of the plant to be able to have an antimicrobial and antibacterial effect. Right. right? How much of that is linked in with the is specific this linked oil? into the misunderstanding? Because I, I have a family member, I'm not going to say who it is, but she literally has like a hundred different oils in her cabinet. Yeah. And instead of going to the doctor or physician for her kids when they're sick, she thinks that she can do it on her own by using these oils and placing them. And that doesn't really help at all. The kid's actually getting sicker or it's not really eliciting a right response because she's misinformed in a way. Mm-hmm. Like she's on the right idea, the right path. Like is this – can this lead to that misunderstanding that well, it can, it I can, can heal myself through these oils. I don't need to go to the doctor. I'm a, I'm a big fan of people taking uh, control and having – um, a sense of responsibility for their own health. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm not against that, and I think what you're what you're speaking to is is a um, maybe going further along that path and and suggesting that uh, you know going to the doctor or the physician is a bad thing, right? Or some people may even feel uh, to almost a religious right extent. Or Almost, an ideological yeah, like, extent that that there we shouldn't be doing that, yeah. right? As though as though it's us versus them, yeah. And it's not an it's not an us versus them type of situation. It's what is in the best interest of the person and the child. And absolutely, we should be using, you know, everything every resource we have at our disposal. And we need to be wise about that too, right? Right. And I think that's where where your question so like is leading in my is, understanding if i were to have oil if i want to use oils and i want to use a diffuser whatever it is i'm going to have a basic set of like five oils that i can go to that i know the responses it gives me but beyond that i'm going to go to a licensed physician or holistic medicine doctor and talk to them about what i may need further prescribed as far as oils or yeah there's only so much there's only so much that you can grapple with right right as a as an individual and as a busy person and 
And just make sure that if you're, if you are, you know, you have your own oils pharmacy, so to speak, at right. home, right? Uh, put your study in, like really be studious and, and, and be conscious and aware and, and not just so trusting. Like one of the greatest things about medicine in general, and this is allopathic medicine and natural medicine, right? God's earth medicine, however you want to say that. It's, it needs to be questioned, and I, and I had this discussion, actually it came up somehow three or four times yesterday. And it's that medicine is not just science because people have looked at it and they've hung their hat on, well, this is science and this is where things this is are. Science, this is law. And so this, this is, is all there is. And right. that actually is super ideological as well. And it's very dangerous to enter into medicine in that manner. People have to realize that medicine is also an art. And if you, if you devoid the art from the science or devoid the science from the art, either one of those, if you, if you're all artsy, right. And it's all about just the art and there's no science. That means you're not willing to question, uh, yourself and you're not willing to question, uh, certain, certain processes that you're practicing and you're not willing to change those. Right. I think that's one of the things I respect most about what you, what you've created. The one center is you're constantly, even when you're talking with the patient, you're like, Go home and research this a little bit and question what I'm telling you. Yeah. Like, yeah, I want them to question. I can me. see the look in your eye. You're not believing everything I'm saying. Like, go home and research it and let's have a discussion about this. Like, I may be yeah. wrong in your way, and that's totally okay. Well, we try to we try to lead them too in in their research and yeah, uh, there are you know places, um, scholarly places. Everybody should be able to go to Google Scholar, Google Scholar. If you haven't if you haven't not utilized. Well, if, well, yeah. If you haven't utilized Google Scholar, do it's a you know it's a resource that anybody can use that gives you access to virtually almost any journal publication that you want, and just go Google Scholar and click on but the also link Scholar and then search. Oh, absolutely! Don't just take absolutely. what you read for granted. Like but, actually, well, have... and my purpose for that is saying that actually do your research in the right right place, right? Yeah. Um, and, and, and you may find yourself taking a lot of time before you can even digest some of those papers. And you might find, I'm just going to go print a paper off and give it to my practitioner, which I have some of my patients do too. And then I'll read it and then I'll talk to them. So when you were describing the difference from the oils and extracting, we need to re-listen to that like probably 10 or 12 times to really digest what you were saying there, right? Possibly. Yeah. 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 I mean, like just... First glance, I got 50% of them. I'm like, I'm going to listen to that again because there was a lot there that I did not comprehend, but I know I can't figure this out. No, and there's a lot behind it, right? And there's a lot of research that's down there. That I mean, you've been doing that this little for... statement. We could spend, um, you know, multiple days of podcasts discussing the processes that goes into that, right? And we're not doing that. This is a this Brief is an introduction, introduction to open up yeah. to things and to get people moving in the right direction. So I want both of your inputs on this. If I'm going to... Go on one of these, uh, say if I want to go to doTERRA's website, or I'm not advocating, I'm not advertising them, we're not getting anything from them, I just know it's something that's around the public we use. If I wanted to get, let's say, five oils for my everyday life, I know that like I can use lavender to sleep, I can use citrus to wake up and energize, I can use hemp oil for other things. Like, What are the five ones and why would I use them if I just wanted to just a starter pack? Yeah. I got my diffuser. Got my distilled water. I'm ready to go. 
you guys recommend like there's tapping into when I'm meditating what oil helps with that the best just to give me an introduction to what this is because honestly I can get very overwhelmed so uh, yeah any sort you know anti-inflammatory uh, so number one kind of a microbial um, uh, orange orange or a citrus even a grapefruit um, or or a lime uh, it all comes from the peel and those are all very antimicrobial. So a citrusy coming from a peel would be mm-hmm. number one for like energizing, waking up, antibacterial. Mm-hmm. That's a good one because I they use orange peel in a lot of natural cleaners now. Yeah, too. yeah, well, yeah. That's that's why is because yeah. it's so antimicrobial. Oh, Has secondary metabolites. Yeah. Number two for sleeping is lavender the go-to or what if is that what I'm for saying? for sleep? It is lavender and and yeah. people really like to put that behind your ears. Yeah. Uh, there are some acup puncture points in and around behind your ears and the ear actually uh, goes more directly to the brain as well yeah and so the they also like to put that on the sole of your of the feet so if you have a child that you're working with and having a difficult time he's having a difficult time or she's sleeping then utilize that rub it on their ears or put it on their feet the other thing i've seen people do with that is put a little drop on their pillow yeah, and just smell it to initiate a response in the olfactory nerve, which is cranial nerve one in the brain. Yeah. Um, it, here's an important thing to understand: is that smells are very strong triggers. Yes. So when emotional you are triggers, used, they to, can get very overwhelming. Emotional very, triggers, they can, yes. They're emotional triggers. So what? Yeah, and that's exactly what I'm speaking mm-hmm. to right here: is that when you do begin to use the process of essential oils and putting that in your house or having it try to have it be at calculated times and and try to have the space that you're introducing it at be very calculated as well so if if we're introducing lavender and we want lavender to have an effect on sleep and emotional stability and calm then attempt to have the environment and the serenity and maybe some Match that. call music or yeah. yeah, have the low lighting, do everything you can because what you're going to do is you're going to create a trigger yeah. for that child. And yeah. so let's say for instance, they're, they're at a test. Now they're in university and you've done this triggering response for them. And now all they have to do is put a little rub, a little bit of lavender around their, around their maybe their nose or around their ears or on their chest and they smell it and it calms them in their test. Yeah, I, I know Casa uh, is another Utah company that does it and they have this, it's like an herbal oil and I, when, I, when I go to class in a cadaver room, that, yeah. sh- that, that shit stinks. Mm. Like dead yeah, bodies the with <laughs> yeah. all the oils and stuff they put in those guys to start with. Uh, Putting a little bit of, yeah, the formaldehyde, everything. Else. Like, I, they don't, Did they actually use formaldehyde in that? I thought that was just in... Oh, no, they use Morgs. formaldehyde. No. Because formaldehyde can be toxic to if you touch it and use it in your body. Yeah. So I know for students, they have a different one, a I different think. different one, probably. I, I'm, not from, I'm not sure. Honestly. Anyway, I put this on there, I and I would be cadavers. awake, and I could focus in, and I can actually mm-hmm. put my nose like right up on the body, and I wouldn't be able to smell it. Yeah. So if you're going to a cadaver room, put a little bit of essential oil underneath yeah. your nose. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good tip. <laughs> All of those uh, anatomy <laughs> students out there, yeah. use a little essential and oil. And I know you're sleep deprived and you're studying all the time. Like It's a great pick-me-up in the morning when you walk into that, <laughs> that morgue, essentially. Yeah. Uh, another one is uh, bergamot. Bergamot? Bergamot. What yeah. is that for? It's what do we uh, use that for? Number three, bergamot. That, that's an anti-anxiety. Anti-anxiety. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah. yeah. So would that be a good one like... If I found a massage oil and I want to 
get a massage or have a massage or give my partner yeah. a massage. Is yeah. that a great one? Yeah, and you could even combine that with lavender mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, yeah. combine so, them. So what I like to do is put bergamot and lavender and frankincense together. Ooh. Um, there you go. That's my like in-house. Frank, myrrh, and sandalwood. Yeah, that's really nice, So that's too. a really nice That's your anti-anxiety clean. cocktail. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, so we have oils, too, which is always interesting, you know, to go to this concept with it as well, is that when we're sensitive to just our physical bodies, but we're also sensitive to energies, okay? Like um, me being a psychic, there's, I want a clean space. I want my space always clean from spirit energy, from negative energy. You know, we do a lot of healing and a lot of work with people and they bring in so much negative energy with them. Okay, and we've got to clean that off. Yeah, you're them. constantly spraying stuff I'm in the offices. I'm constantly spraying stuff it. in the offices. What is that? So what that, is that cocktail you use? So I use personally. I use frankincense, sandalwood, myrrh, and I also add um, uh, a little bit of serenity from DoTerra. That way, it cleans because the frankincense cleans energy. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's very, very, very good at getting rid of negative energy. You can put it in your home. You can put it on your body. Sandalwood makes me happy. Sandalwood is sandalwood's a nice, a nice. Yeah. Sandalwood is what the Tibetan monks use, mm-hmm. and yeah. what it does is it elates the body. It's it's an elation. Mm-hmm. It elates the body for you to have positive spirit to bring positive spirit to you, so that you're receiving the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. Is what sandalwood does. Okay, so when you're bringing when you're getting rid of the negativity, with the frank, then you're adding the sandalwood and the myrrh. The myrrh is also, you know, which we talked just a little while ago, you know, something that you would give to Christ. It gives you, it gives you that, that spiritual connection. It's a spiritual connection to go with it. And then I just like the serenity just because I like the way it smells and it calms people. Serenity is, is a combination of different oils that, that doTERRA uses. Again, you know, I'm sure there's a bunch out there. But um, so I take that and I put it in a spray bottle, a little spray bottle and spray it around, especially after I'm working with somebody. I, I spray yeah. myself with it because I want thing. to clear everybody's gunk. <laughs> yeah, so, no. Yeah, yeah, so a lot of times people, so pay attention to, like if you're driving and you have road rage or you're having a hard mm-hmm. time driving and stuff like that, spray the inside of your car with something that's nice and calming for yourself. If you go, um, let's say, out to a restaurant or to Smith's grocery store or whatever it is, and there's so many people and you're bombarded with that, spray yourself yeah spray yourself off with it when you get home so that all of those other people's energies aren't stuck in your aura you know that'd be a really it good cleans thing it so I, uh, this is like making a mister like mm-hmm. a when i was at waterpalooza there was a couple hundred thousand water. people in a very cramped dense space yeah. and i was already anxious from competing and stuff that would have been great yeah oh my that would probably stop my panic attack that would have been great oh yeah what helped. about if you i want to go to the gyms stress. and instead of snuffing that inhalant that gets the Big bodybuilders up and they, ah, and they get animalistic. I've I've used it a couple times. What is it, ammonia that they yes. ingest? Yep. <laughs> I've done that a couple times and that is horrible. Oh my gosh, that's an experience. Smelling Not salts. one that I want to do every day. Smelling, Smelling salts. salts. Mm-hmm. What kind of oil could I use as like a pre-workout so I can go in game mode if I'm going to play a soccer match or yeah. whatever I need to do? What would be a good one? You know what I would really do for that is more of your citrus ones. Yeah. You know, so be just because it alerts the mind, it opens it opens your awareness to kind of a a, a visibility in a sense. Like you see better, mm-hmm. right? You have a clarity of the faculties of your body and you're going to be able to you're going to be using those 
right? And so if you if you utilize more citrus, more orange especially, it's going to lift a lot better for you. And so then you're going to have Sweet. more of a pump before. Yeah, one of the things too that I that I learned with frankincense, you know, because we were talking about the, the citrus, which uplifts you and, and enables you to see, you know, clearly what, what you're doing and how you're doing it with your body. If you put some frankincense right on your third eye, also it clears it really 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 quickly especially for kids that that have add adhd and stuff like that or they're having a hard time with tests or or studying or staying focused just put the frankincense right on that third eye there kind of between your eyebrows mm -hmm. yep and i'll tell you what it just it opens you up really quickly what about this guys close the door an aphrodisiac kind of oil what would be good to get in the mood get spice things up you know what um that's a really good question with that one, right? Is it just so, depend on the person, or is it? Do you want like a chocolate well, aroma? Do I want like oxtail aroma? I don't. I've heard a lot of different aphrodisiacs, but yeah, so, oils. So you know, it's interesting because the clove tends to be more like that, and cinnamon tends mm. to be utilized in some of those aphrodisiacs. What about ones. rose? But, yeah, rose. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, another one right now. That uh, fra- frankincense and uh, sandalwood is sandalwood. very frequently used. Like sandalwood mm. is probably the most commonly used one in the aphrodisiacs. So we got our citruses. Mm-hmm. We got the sandalwoods, the frankincense oils. We got the lavender. Am I missing any? There's That's like four. There's, there's peppermint. Like, peppermint. So people will use peppermint a lot for uh, like headaches, migraines. Headaches. And uh, they'll rub the on their temples, or they'll rub it on the back, the base of their skull, and uh, so people get a lot of relief that way. If you do use t- peppermint, I would use oil. Uh, uh, excuse me, a coconut oil with it as well, just to calm it down a little bit because it can have burn. a tendency to burn the skin. Yeah. Mm, uh, or at very minimum, if you don't have the coconut oil, mix it with the lavender because that'll help calm the response of the of the peppermint. Nice. There's an oil out there that um, I use. It's um, called Shen oil. S H E N and the Shen. word. Yeah, the word Shen um, actually means oil of God. Okay. Um, master Stephen Co. Um, pranic healer, my master. You can get it on his website. It is to die for. It is an amazing oil. You can use it for absolutely anything, and it. It's again. It's like the combination of the myrrh and the sandalwood and, yes. and the frank. It, it's it's he. Ha- I don't know what's in it because he does it himself, and it all of the oils are blessed in in his amazing energy and stuff. And I'll tell you what, if you don't know anything about oils, that's one. It's it's going to be fifty bucks. Is is not too bad, mm-hmm. you know. But it it's a great combination. I know everybody that absolutely really loves it. So that's yeah. at least another one for you. I mean, we're, we're getting to an hour here. And I mean, if you're still with us on this podcast, this episode, we love you, one. But um, two, there's a lot of information to digest there. So if you want to re-listen to this podcast, really take notes. Go back and re-listen to it, take notes. Experiment your own. Do some research on these oils. And there's a lot. We just went over a brief, real quick overview of this. Do you guys have any final words on oils? Uh, I mean, I, there's uh, a whole series we can go with. This, one more just sure. came to my mind on, you know, the aphrodisiac because I felt like we kind of skipped over that one pretty quickly. We're going to need that, that in, a lot what, of people in some of that, our next episodes because we're going to start talking right. about sex. Yeah. Why did you whisper? Because it's, we're, it's, it's, we're in Utah. We have to whisper about cover, sex. Cover their ears. 
<laughs> so anyway. Uh, so yes, introduction to the sex There is an oil. Podcast. So here's There's the oil. oils that yeah. we're going to use. So, oh, yeah. Ron just tightened up. It is Lang Lang. <laughs> Lang Lang. Yeah. Lang Lang? Yeah. That's a, that's a very, very commonly Lang-Lang, used yep. oil in okay. aphrodisiac mixtures. So um, that's Y-L-A-N-G. Lang yes. Lang. Okay. Starts with a Y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Cool. Yeah. Use it. Research it. And patchouli. Oh, patchouli is a good one patchouli too. Yeah. Also, patchouli. That See, list all these are from, just going to keep coming. My list grew from five to 20 real quick. Mm-hmm. Yep. My pocket. See, all nice of a too. sudden, now you have a pharmacy. Yeah, I'm going to be very wise with that pharmacy. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> Dear God. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Go oil yourself up, people. But not too much oil. Right. And use the right oils. Use the right oil. Talk to your physician. Do it with ceremony. Do it in ceremony. If you're going to mm. be anointing yourself or your candles. Just do it because you're you bored. Know. Right. Well, you just want to change your attitude. Why there, not? there is something really special. <laughs> now, I mean, we're ending, and Sid has brought up ceremony a few times. And I love, like, I'm such a spiritualist. I'm, you know, there's so much deep meaning in anointing yourself, and anointing, <laughs> and, uh, anointing yourself for the day, doing a meditation, doing some sort of uh, mantra, or, or you know. This is my purpose. This is why I'm here. This is what I'm doing. And then anoint yourself with an oil and go forward, right? And that smell is going to, just like we talked about with the kid and putting him to sleep, helping him sleep and creating that trigger that later in life actually enabled him to do better on an exam. This is the same thing that you're going to experience here. You're going to be able to conquer what you need to in life and, and achieve that mantra that you're setting up for yourself by reminding of yourself throughout the day with this scent, this oil. I um, created a very short meditation uh, just this week. It's called Alive and Purposeful. Mm-hmm. And what it does, it's it's to some really wonderful music. If you guys want it, you can call Community Health and Wellness. We can get it sent out to you, email it to you. Um, and what it does is it sets the stage for the, for the morning, for the day. Okay, it's very, it's maybe mm, six minutes at the most. It's very quick, but it, it brings in all of the divine energy into your body, into your mind, into your soul for your body to react in a purposeful, alive and purposeful way. Okay. It's outstanding. This is the one for kids or for everybody? Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Sid has one for kids too. It's brilliant. Yeah. So, we'll so, all so yeah. So the kid on one, the kid one that we, that we have available now is called, um, I am the light of God. Okay, I am a shining light and I am the light of God. So we teach the kids in the in the morning that they are a light and we go through the chakra system so that we teach the kids how to utilize the chakra system in their body which with just by being a bright light. Okay? So they're the light of God and they ha- they're the light to help other people, they're the light to feel good about themselves, that they think good to themselves, they speak well to themselves, that they have purpose also. It's outstanding. The kids absolutely love it. It's lots of fun too. And Obviously, you know, the, the, the earliest that we can teach our children that they're magnificent, then the more powerful they become for the rest of their life. And, and it's, it's instilled in them from, from when they're really little. We teach them that. And I work with so many people for so many years that they, didn't, they were not taught that as a child. They weren't. And they come to me at 30, 40, and 50, and 60 years old. They're sick. They're not doing well. They have low self-esteem. They have no purpose. They have depression, whatever it is. And this can help stop that stuff. 
so that we can give it to the kids. We can help yourself, you know, be purposeful, be gracious, be humble, you know, be wonderful out there. So be pointed great in plug, the right guys. Direction. Great plug. And if you act now, you can save 15 percent off using True Health Pod. No, just kidding. Bless go ahead. Those, you those will be good. free for you guys. Go look out for it. Go buy some oils. Go play with it. Talk to your physicians. Talk to us. We love you. Share this with a friend. Share it with two friends. If you don't have any friends, go to our Facebook page and make some friends. Mm-hmm. Make some friends. You might be the only one there right now. I don't know. But <laughs> we'll be there. We'll be. It's we'll a be great there. community. Anyways, we love you guys. Hope you have a beautiful day. Bye. Bye.